Greetings, trick-or-treaters, dreamers, and campers. It's Dan Caffrey, one of the co-hosts of Halloweenies. What you're about to hear is a clip from our exclusive Patreon episode of The Rental, in which the Halloweenies review Adam Wingard's 2011 slasher slash home invasion thriller, You're Next. I'll be joined by your old friend Justin Gerber, as well as Terry Messnard of Scarred Podcast and Gaily Dreadful, and Patrick Harris of Museum Noir. So how do you hear the whole thing? All you have to do is join our Patreon, The Rewind. You can find a link in the description of this episode, or you can visit patreon.com backslash Pod. So, yeah, Adam Weingart's career, if we, if we want to pivot to the, the director and what, and what he's done, uh, I guess he's kind of started off with Horrible Way to Die, was involved, like I said, in the VHS early entries. You're next, the guest. And I thought that this person was going to be just on their way up. I thought that it was just all smooth sailing and this person was going to become the next true face of horror, honestly. I mean, I was so impressed with what he did with tropes in your next and the guests, especially. And then really for subversive. Me, yeah, exactly, right? But then for me, I'm not sure how the rest of you feel about it. I know what I was, you're going to say. Yeah. I was uh, a little disappointed in Blair Witch <laughs> and then very disappointed in Death Note, which came out a couple years ago on Netflix. Have, have, has anybody else seen those two movies? I've seen I have Witch. not actually. I I, I, I really want to see Blair Witch. Um, I, I I've only seen the first Blair Witch. I never saw Book of Shadows, which oh. I know is getting reassessed a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. but this this one I don't know a ton about it, and I heard it was like meta in a way that maybe sounded cool. But then I also don't know anyone who likes it. But Terry, I don't know. Maybe maybe you like I like it. Oh, <laughs> I don't well, hate it. I, I should say I don't hate it. <laughs> I I I was definitely on board at the beginning of the movie, <laughs> definitely on board, you know? And then I just felt like it just lost its way with the whole found footage thing. You know, I just, uh, it, it became a little less convincing as it went on. And just when I thought that certain developments would peak in a satisfying way, they kind of just stopped. And I was like, Oh, that's it. That's what you're doing with this person. So yeah, I, I mean, I was hyped. I think I saw that they had a sneak peek at the music box theater here in Chicago. We all went, we were all just ready for this movie. And maybe, maybe it was the hype. Patrick, did you ever see Blair Witch? I did not see uh, Blair Witch. Um, the found footage uh, <laughs> piece for me is kind of a hit or miss. Yeah, and I, true. And I, and I think at that time, I was kind of over it, and I did not hear good reviews. I'll, I'll check it out now, but I have not seen Blair, Blair Witch. Well, I would say it's better than, like... Book of Shadows. All right. I'm not saying yeah. it's just, uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to say this is like the worst movie I've ever seen. But then he did Death Note, which was an American version of a, a manga graphic novel, I believe. Um, and, you know, Willem Dafoe does the voice of the, the demon or whatever. But I, I just that didn't work for me either. Um, again, I'm not sure if anybody else here saw Death Note. Yeah. Don't, you know what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> like I was looking at his filmography last night in preparation for this. And it is interesting because it, it, it has taken all these different turns. And I, I love, um, I love your next. And I love, I mean, I think the guest is, is brilliant. Um, and he, Hey, he's my, one of my favorite franchises. He is doing Godzilla versus King Kong. And yeah. I am really excited to see, I mean, my bar is so low for the Godzilla. Like, I, you, <laughs> if you have Godzilla in it, I'm gonna like it. That's just, yeah. Yeah. That's just how I am. So I'll probably like it no matter what. But that being said, I mean, I I, I really like what um, was it Gareth Edwards who did the 2014 the Godzilla. One? Yeah, I really like what he brought to that, and he did make a Godzilla film that to me did feel a lot different than what came before. And I I think Adam Weigard is someone who 
could do the same thing. I mean, but it's always tough with this big studio movies too, because there's so many hands on it that, you know, um, but I, I mean, like I said, I, 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 if it has Godzilla in it, I will like it. Yeah. I mean, they wrapped there. It's post-production. So that movie's actually done. Was it, supposed, it was supposed to come out like this March or something? I think so. And obviously with everything going on, it got delayed. It's funny because for a long time I thought, well, this is a make it or break it project now for him. You know, mm. it's been over 10 years or about 10 years since he began. And, but now with the way movies are, I don't know if it, even if it's successful, what that really means for his future in movies. You know? I wonder what the box office expectation is going to be once we are, I mean, we are not the movies aren't open, but once movies are coming out, like blockbusters are coming out regularly again, I wonder yeah. what the expectation is going to be of how they perform. I mean, Tenet's really the only huge movie that's come out, new movie that's come out um, in the past few months, right? And I think it's doing reasonably well, but definitely not as well as it would have done. No, I mean, when you only have X amount of people that are allowed to go in literally every theater in the country, your box office is going to be affected, you know? Yeah. I have a I'll confession I'll make I'll make now. I don't I don't think it's a late I told maybe Mike or some other people, but um see so yeah, I movie called Yellow Rose that just it's an indie movie that just came out and it's in it like got put in actual theaters. And we, you know, we haven't been to an indoor movie theater since all this started, but it was playing right near us. And I'm like, ah, it sucks that she can't, you know, see herself on this. And so we decided to do it. And I was so nervous at first. I was so nervous about going to an indoor theater. And that quickly gave way to depression when I saw how few people were there in general. Like this was on a Saturday night in, you know, downtown Atlanta. And um, not just the movie we were seeing, just there may be two other people in the entire theater. So it was weird. I felt like, at first I was worried about my safety. Then I was like, Oh, I wish there were like a few more people here. <laughs> and so, and it just, it just made me realize how dismal box office returns are right now. And like I said, the, the movie she was in, wasn't going to be tenant, but the theater was playing tenant and a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, I mean, there was no one there. So, I mean, the industry was struggling before all this started. So I, I don't know what is going to, this next, if you think this year has been interesting, get ready for next year in terms of the future of so many industries. You know, I think theaters, theater chains, because most of them borrowed a lot of money from um, Chinese conglomerates to when they did the dine-in expanding the seats. I mean, AMC, Regal, I mean, Regal, I think is bought out. I, I think, but um, yeah, like I, I, what I read was that they all had enough money to get through November, and after that, it's like, ooh, I, I don't know. So, yeah, well, thank you to Iron Man Three. We appreciate. <laughs> China for all their help on, <laughs> on Iron Man 3. 